0: 1 Maccabees 3-5 through 5. Then his son Judas, called Maccabeus, rose up in his stead, and all his brethren helped him, and all they that had joined themselves to his father, and they fought with cheerfulness the battle of Israel. And he got his people great honor, and put on a breastplate as a giant, and girt his warlike armor about him in battles, and protected the camp with his sword. In his acts he was like a lion, and like a lion's whelp roaring for his prey. And he pursued the wicked and sought them out, and them that troubled his people he burnt with fire. And his enemies were driven away for fear of him, and all the workers of iniquity were troubled, and salvation prospered in his hand. And he grieved many kings, and made Jacob glad with his works. And his memory is blessed forever. And he went through the cities of Judah, and destroyed the wicked out of them, and turned away wrath from Israel. And he was renowned even to the utmost part of the earth, and he gathered them that were perishing. And Apollonius gathered together the Gentiles, and a numerous and great army from Samaria, to make war against Israel. And Judas understood it and went forth to meet him, and he overthrew him and killed him, and many fell down slain, the rest fled away. And he took their spoils, and Judas worked the, Judas took the sword of Apollonius and fought with it all his lifetime. And Seron, captain of the army of Syria, heard that Judas had assembled a company of the faithful, and a congregation with him. And he said, I will get me a name, and will be glorified in the kingdom, and will overthrow Judas, and those that are with him, and that have despised the edict of the king. And he made himself ready, and the host of the wicked went up with him, strong succors, to be revenged of the children of Israel. And they approached even as far as Betharon, And Judas went forth to meet him with a small company. But when they saw the army coming to meet them, they said to Judas, How shall we, being few, be able to fight against so great a multitude and so strong? And we are ready to faint with fasting today. And Judas said, It is an easy matter for many to be shut up in the hands of a few. And there is no difference in the sight of the God of heaven to deliver with a great multitude or with a small company. For the success of war is not in the multitude of the army, but strength cometh from heaven. They come up against us with an insolent multitude and with pride to destroy us and our wives and our children and to take our spoils. But we will fight for our lives and our laws, and the Lord himself will overthrow them before our face. But as for you, fear them not. And as soon as he had made an end of speaking, he rushed suddenly upon them, and Saron and his host were overthrown before him. And he pursued him by the descent of Betharon, even to the plain. And there fell of them eight hundred men, and the rest fled into the land of the Philistines. And the fear of Judas and of his brethren, and the dread of them, fell upon all the nations round about them. And his fame came to the king, and all nations told of the battles of Judas. Now when King Antiochus heard these words, he was angry in his mind, and he sent and gathered the forces of all his kingdom, an exceeding strong army. And he opened his treasury and gave out pay to the army for a year. And he commanded them that they should be ready for all things. And he perceived that the money of his treasures failed, and that the tributes of the country were small because of the dissension, and the evil that he had brought upon the land, that he might take away the laws of old times. And he feared that he should not have as formerly enough for charges and gifts, which he had given before with a liberal hand, for he had abounded more than the kings that had been before him. And he was greatly perplexed in his mind, and purposed to go to Persia, and to take tributes of the countries, and to gather much money. And he left Lysias, a nobleman of the blood royal, to oversee the affairs of the kingdom, from the river Euphrates even to the river of Egypt and to bring up his son Antiochus till he came again. And he delivered to him half the army and the elephants, and he gave him charge concerning all that he would have done and concerning the inhabitants of Judea and Jerusalem, and that he should send an army against them to destroy and root out the strength of Israel and the remnants of Jerusalem, and to take away the memory of them from that place and that he should settle strangers to dwell in all their coasts and divide their land by lot. So the king took the half of the army that remained and went forth from Antioch, the chief city of his kingdom, in the 147th year, and he passed over the river Euphrates and went through the higher countries. Then Lysias chose Ptolemy the son of Dorimenos and Nicanor and Gorgias, mighty men of the king's friends. And he sent with them 40,000 men and 7,000 horsemen to go into the land of Judah and to destroy it according to the king's orders. So they went forth with all their power and came and pitched near Emmaus in the plain country. And the merchants of the countries heard the fame of them. And they took silver and gold in abundance, and servants, and they came into the camp to buy the children of Israel for slaves, and there were joined to them the forces of Syria and of the land of the strangers. And Judas and his brethren saw that these evils were multiplied, and that the armies approached to their borders. And they knew the orders the king had given to destroy the people and utterly abolish them. And they said every man to his neighbor let us raise up the low condition of our people and let us fight for our people and our sanctuary and the assembly was gathered that they might be ready for battle and that they might pray and ask mercy and compassion now jerusalem was not inhabited but was like a desert there was none of her children that went in or out and the sanctuary was trodden down and the children of strangers were in the castle There was the habitation of the Gentiles, and joy was taken away from Jacob, and the pipe and harp ceased there. And they assembled together and came to Maspha over against Jerusalem, for in Maspha was a place of prayer heretofore in Israel. And they fasted that day, and put on haircloth, and put ashes upon their heads, and they rent their garments. And they laid open the books of the law in which the Gentiles searched for the likeness of their idols. And they brought the priestly ornaments and the first fruits and tithes, and stirred up the Nazarites that had fulfilled their days. And they cried with a loud voice toward heaven, saying, What shall we do with these, and whither shall we carry them? For thy holies are trodden down, and are profaned, and thy priests are in mourning, and are brought low." And behold, the nations are come together against us to destroy us. Thou knowest what they intend against us. How shall we be able to stand before their face unless thou, O God, help us? Then they sounded with trumpets and cried out with a loud voice. And after this, Judas appointed captains over the people, over thousands, over hundreds, and over fifties, and over tens. And he said to them, that were building houses, or had betrothed wives, or were planting vineyards, or were fearful, that they should return every man to his house according to the law. So they removed the camp and pitched on the south side of Emmaus. And Judah said, Gird yourselves, and be valiant men, and be ready against the morning, that you may fight with these nations that are assembled against us to destroy us and our sanctuary." For it is better for us to die in battle than to see the evils of our nation and of the holies. Nevertheless, as it shall be the will of God in heaven, so it be done. Then Gorgias took five thousand men and a thousand of the best horsemen, and they removed out of the camp by night, that they might come upon the camp of the Jews and strike them suddenly, and the men that were of the castle were their guides. And Judas heard of it, and rose up, he and the valiant men to attack the king's forces that were in Emmaus. For as yet the army was dispersed from the camp, and Gorgias came by night into the camp of Judas, and found no man. And he sought them in the mountains, for he said, These men flee from us. And when it was day, Judas showed himself in the plain with three thousand men only, who neither had armor nor swords. And they saw the camp of the Gentiles, that it was strong, and the men in breastplates, and the horsemen round about them, and these were trained up to war. And Judah said to the men that were with him, Fear ye not their multitude, neither be afraid of their assault. Remember in what manner our fathers were saved in the Red Sea when Pharaoh pursued them with a great army. And now let us cry to heaven, and the Lord will have mercy on us, and will remember the covenant of our fathers, and will destroy this army before our face this day. And all nations shall know that there is one that redeemeth and delivereth Israel. And the strangers lifted up their eyes and saw them coming against them. And they went out of the camp to battle, and they that were with Judas sounded the trumpet. And they joined battle, and the Gentiles were routed and fled into the plain. But all the hindmost of them fell by the sword, and they pursued them as far as Gezeron, and even to the plains of Idumea, and of Asotus, and of Jamnia, and there fell of them to the number of three thousand men. And Judas returned again with his army that followed him, and he said to the people, Be not greedy of the spoils, for there is war before us. And Gorgias and his army are near us in the mountain, but stand ye now against our enemies, and overthrow them, and you shall take the spoils afterwards with safety." And as Judas was speaking these words, behold, part of them appeared looking forth from the mountain, and Gorgias saw that his men were put to flight, and that they had set fire to the camp, for the smoke that was seen declared what was done. And when they had seen this, they were seized with great fear, seeing at the same time Judas and his army in the plain ready to fight. So they all fled away into the land of the strangers. And Judas returned to take the spoils of the camp, and they got much gold, and silver and blue silk, and purple of the sea, and great riches. And returning home, they sung a hymn, and blessed God in heaven, because he is good, because his mercy endureth forever. So Israel had a great deliverance that day. And such of the strangers as escaped went and told Lysias all that had happened, And when he heard these things, he was amazed and discouraged, because things had not succeeded in Israel according to his mind, and as the king had commanded. So the year following Lysias gathered together threescore thousand chosen men, and five thousand horsemen, that he might subdue them. And they came into Judea and pitched their tents in Betharon, and Judas met them with ten thousand men. And they saw that the army was strong, and he prayed, and said, Blessed art thou, O Savior of Israel, who didst break the violence of the mighty by the hand of thy servant David, and didst deliver up the camp of the strangers into the hands of Jonathan, the son of Saul, and of his armor-bearer. Shut up this army in the hands of thy people Israel, and let them be confounded in their host and their horsemen. Strike them with fear, and cause the boldness of their strength to languish, and let them quake at their own destruction. Cast them down with the sword of, the, of them that love thee, and let all that know thy name praise thee with hymns. And they joined battle, and there fell of the army of Lysias five thousand men. And when Lysias saw that his men were put to flight, and how bold the Jews were, and that they were ready to either live or die man- manfully, He went to Antioch and chose soldiers, that they might come again into Judea with great numbers. Then Judas and his brethren said, Behold, our enemies are discomfited. Let us go up now to cleanse the holy places and to repair them. And all the army assembled together, and they went up into Mount Zion. And they saw the sanctuary desolate. And the altar profaned, and the gates burnt, and shrubs growing up in the courts as in a forest or on the mountains, and the chambers joining to the temple thrown down. And they rent their garments, and made great lamentation, and put ashes on their heads. And they fell face down to the ground on their faces, and they sounded with the trumpets of alarm, and they cried toward heaven. Then Judas appointed men to fight against them that were in the castle, till they had cleansed the holy places. And he chose priests without blemish, whose will was set upon the law of God, and they cleansed the holy places, and took away the stones that had been defiled into an unclean place. And he considered about the altar of holocausts that had been profaned, what he should do with it. And a good counsel came into their minds, to pull it down, lest it should be a reproach to them, because the Gentiles had defiled it, so they threw it down. And they laid up the stones in the mountain of the temple in a convenient place, till there should come a prophet and give answer concerning them. Then they took whole stones according to the law and built a new altar according to the former, and they built up the holy places and the things that were within the temple, and they sanctified the temple and the courts." And they made new holy vessels and brought in the candlestick and the altar of incense and the table into the temple. And they put incense upon the altar and lighted up the lamps that were upon the candlestick and they gave light in the temple. And they set the loaves upon the table and hung up the veils and finished all the works that they had begun to make. And they arose before the morning on the five and twentieth day of the ninth month which is the month of Kaslu, in the hundred and forty-eighth year, and they offered sacrifice according to the law upon the new altar of holocausts which they had made. According to the time and according to the day wherein the heathens had defiled it, in the same was it dedicated anew with canticles and harps and lutes and cymbals. And all the people fell upon their faces and adored and blessed up to heaven, him that had prospered them. And they kept the dedication of the altar eight days and they offered holocausts with joy and sacrifices of salvation and of praise. And they adorned the front of the temple with crowns of gold and escutcheons and they renewed the gates and the chambers and hanged doors upon them. And there was exceeding great joy among the people and the reproach of the Gentiles was turned away. And Judas and his brethren and all the church of Israel decreed that the day of their dedication of the altar should be kept in its season from year to year for eight days, from the five and twentieth day of the month of Kaslu, with joy and gladness. They built up also at that time Mount Zion with high walls and strong towers round about, lest the Gentiles should at any time come and tread it down as they did before. And he placed a garrison there to keep it, and he fortified it to secure Bethsorah that the people might have a defense against Idumea. Now it came to pass, when the nations round about heard that the altar and that the sanctuary were built up as before, that they were exceeding angry. And they thought to destroy the generation of Jacob that were among them, and they began to kill some of the people and to persecute them. Then Judas fought against the children of Esau in Idumea, and them that were in Acrobathane, Because they beset the Israelites round about, and he made a great slaughter of them. And he remembered the malice of the children of Bayan, who were a snare and a stumbling block to the people by lying in wait for them in the way. And they were shut up by him in towers, and he set upon them, and devoted them to utter destruction, and burnt their towers with fire, and all that were in them. Then he passed over to the children of Ammon, where he found a mighty power and much people, and Timotheus was their captain, and he fought many battles with them, and they were discomfited in their sight, and he smote them, and he took the city of Gazer and her towns and returned into Judea. And the Gentiles that were in Galaad assembled themselves together against the Israelites that were in their quarters to destroy them, and they fled into the fortress of Dathamon. And they sent letters to judas and his brethren saying the heathens that are round about us are gathered together against us to destroy us and they are preparing to come and to take the fortress into which we are fled and timotheus is the captain of their host now therefore come and deliver us out of their hands and for many of us are slain and all our brethren that were in the places of tubin are killed And they have carried away their wives and their children captives, and taken their spoils, and they have slain there almost a thousand men. And while they were yet reading these letters, behold, there came other messengers out of Galilee, with with their garments rent, who related according to these words, saying, That they of Ptolemais and of Tyre, and of Sidon, were assembled against them, and all Galilee is filled with strangers in order to consume us. Now when Judas and all the people heard these words, a great assembly met together to consider what they should do for their brethren that were in trouble and were assaulted by them. And Judas said to Simon his brother, Choose thee men, and go and deliver thy brethren in Galilee, and I and my brother Jonathan will go into the country of Galaad." And he left Joseph the son of Zacharias, and Azarias captains of the people, with the remnant of the army in Judea to keep it. And he commanded them, saying, Take ye the charge of this people, but make no war against the heathens till we return. Now three thousand men were allotted to Simon to go into Galilee, and eight thousand to Judas to go into the land of Galaad. And Simon went into Galilee and fought many battles with the heathens. And the heathens were discomfited before his face, And he pursued them even to the gate of Ptolemais, And there fell of the heathens almost three thousand men, and he took the spoils of them. And he took with him those that were in Galilee and in Arabadis with their wives and children and all that they had, and he brought them into Judea with great joy. And Judas Maccabeus and Jonathan his brother passed over the Jordan and went three days' journey through the desert. And the Nabuthians met them and received them in a peaceable manner and told them all that had happened to their brethren in the land of Galaad, and that many of them were shut up in Barasa and in Bosor and in Alima and in Kasphor and in Mageth and in Karnaim, all these strong and great cities. Yea, and that they were kept shut in the rest of the cities of Galaad, and that they had appointed to bring their army on the morrow near to these cities, and to take them and to destroy them all in one day. Then Judas and his army suddenly turned their march into the desert to Bosor, and took the city, and he slew every male by the edge of the sword, and took all their spoils, and burnt it with fire. And they removed from thence by night, and went till they came to the fortress. And it came to pass that early in the morning, when they lifted up their eyes, behold, There were people without number carrying ladders and engines to take the fortress and assault them. And Judas saw that the fight was begun, and the cry of the battle went up to heaven like a trumpet and a great cry out of the city. And he said to his host, Fight ye today for your brethren. And he came with three companies behind them, and they sounded their trumpets and cried out in prayer. And the host of Timotheus understood that it was Maccabeus, and they fled away before his face, and they made a great slaughter of them, and there fell of them in that day almost eight thousand men. And Judas turned aside to Maspha, and assaulted, and took it, and he slew every male thereof, and took the spoils thereof, and burnt it with fire. From thence he marched, and took Casbon and Megeth, and Bosor, and the rest of the cities of Galaad. But after this, Timotheus gathered another army and camped over against Raphon beyond the torrent. And Judas sent men to view the army, and they brought him word, saying, All the nations that are round about us are assembled unto him an army exceeding great, and they have hired the Arabians to help them, and they have pitched their tents beyond the torrent, ready to come to fight against thee. And Judas went to meet them. And Timotheus said to the captains of his army, When Judas and his army come near the torrent of water, if he pass over unto us first, we shall not be able to withstand him, for he will certainly prevail over us. But if he be afraid to pass over and camp on the other side of the river, we will pass over to them and shall prevail against him. Now when Judas came near the torrent of water, he set the scribes of the people by the torrent and commanded them, saying, Suffer no man to stay behind, but let all come to the battle. And he passed over to them first, and all the people after him, and all the heathens were discomfited before them, and they threw away their weapons and fled to the temple that was in Karnaim. And he took that city, and the temple he burnt with fire, and all things that were therein, and Karnaim was subdued, and could not stand against the face of Judas. And Judas gathered together all the Israelites that were in the land of Galaad, from the least even to the greatest, and their wives and children, and an army exceeding great, to come into the land of Judah. And they came as far as Ephron. Now this city was a great city situate in the way, strongly fortified, and there was no means to turn from it on the right hand or on the left, but the way was through the midst of it. And they that were in the city shut themselves in and stopped up the gates with stones, and Judas sent to them with peaceable words, saying, Let us pass through your land to go into our country, and no man shall hurt you. We will not only pass through on foot, but they would not open to them. Then Judas commanded proclamation to be made in the camp that they should make an assault every man in the place where he was. And the men of the army drew near, and he assaulted that city all the day and all the night, and the city was delivered into his hands. And they slew every male with the edge of the sword, and he raised the city, and took the spoils thereof, and passed through all the city over them that were slain. Then they passed over the Jordan to the great plain that is over against Bethsan, And Judas gathered together the Hindmost, and he exhorted the people all the way through, till they came into the land of Judah. And they went up to Mount Zion with joy and gladness, and offered holocausts, because not one of them was slain, till they had returned in peace. Now in the days that Judas and Jonathan were in the land of Gilead and Simon his brother in Galilee before Ptolemais, Joseph the son of Zacharias, and Azarias captain of the soldiers, heard of the good success and the battles that were fought. And he said, Let us also get us a name, and let us go fight against the Gentiles that are around about us. That he And he gave charge to them that were in his army, and they went towards Jamnia. And Gorgias and his men went out of the city to give them battle. And Joseph and Azarias were put to flight and were pursued unto the borders of Judea, And there fell on that day of the people of Israel about two thousand men, and there was a great overthrow of the people, because they did not hearken to Judas and his brethren, thinking that they should do manfully, but they were not of the seed of those men by whom salvation was brought to Israel. And the men of Judah were magnified exceedingly in the sight of all Israel, and of all the nations where their name was heard. And people assembled to them with joyful acclamations then Judas and his brethren went forth and attacked the children of Esau in the land toward the south and he took chebron and her towns and he burnt the walls thereof and the towers all around it and he removed his camp to go into the land of the aliens and he went through Samaria in that day some priests fell in battle While desiring to do manfully, they went out unadvisedly to fight. And Judas turned to Azotus into the land of the strangers, and he threw down their altars, and he burnt the statues of their gods with fire, and he took the spoils of the cities and returned into the land of Judah. The book of Proverbs chapter 28 verses 23 to 25. He that rebuketh a man shall afterward find favor with him, more than he that by a flattering tongue deceiveth him. He that stealeth anything from his father or from his mother and saith, This is no sin, is the partner of a murderer. He that boasteth and puffeth up himself stirreth up quarrels, But he that trusteth in the Lord shall be healed. The Gospel of John, chapter 11, verses 1 to 54. Now there was a certain man sick, named Lazarus, of Bethania, of the town of Mary and Martha, her sister. And Mary was she that anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. His sisters therefore sent to Jesus, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. And Jesus, hearing it, said to them, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified by it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister Mary and Lazarus. When he had heard, therefore, that he was sick, He still remained in the same place two days. Then after that he said to his disciples, Let us go into Judea again. The disciples say to him, Rabbi, the Jews but now sought to stone thee, and goest thou thither again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours of the day? If a man walk in the day, he stumbleth not, because he seeth the light of this world. But if he walk in the night, he stumbleth. Because the light is not in him. These things he said, and after that he said to them, Lazarus, our friend, sleepeth, but I go that I may awake him out of sleep. His disciples therefore said, Lord, if he sleeps, he shall do well. But Jesus spoke of his death, and they thought that he spoke of the repose of sleep. Then therefore Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And I am glad for your sakes that I was not there, that you may believe, but let us go to him. Thomas, therefore, who was called Didymus, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. Jesus therefore came and found that he had been four days already in the grave. Now Bethania was near Jerusalem, about fifteen furlongs off. And many of the Jews were come to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Martha, therefore, as soon as she heard that Jesus had come, went to meet him, but Mary sat at home. Martha, therefore, said to Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. But now I also know that whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. Jesus saith to her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha saith to him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, although he be dead, shall live. And every one that liveth and believeth in me shall not die forever. Believest thou this? She saith to him, Yea, Lord, I have believed, that thou art Christ, the Son of the living God, who art come into this world. And when she had said these things, she went and called her sister Mary, secretly, saying, The Master is come, and calleth for thee. She, as soon as she heard this, riseth quickly, and cometh to him. For Jesus was not yet come into the town, but he was still in that place where Martha had met him. The Jews, therefore, who were with her in the house and comforted her, when they saw Mary that she rose up speedily and went out, followed her, saying, She goeth to the grave to weep there. When Mary, therefore, was come where Jesus was, seeing him, she fell down at his feet feet, and saith to him, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. Jesus, therefore, when he saw her weeping, and the Jews that were come with her weeping, Groaned in the spirit and troubled himself and said, ...where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. And Jesus wept. The Jews therefore said, Behold how he loved him. But some of them said, ...could not he that opened the eyes of the man born blind... ...have caused that this man should not die? Jesus therefore again groaning in himself... ...cometh to the sepulcher. Now it was a cave and a stone was laid over it. Jesus saith, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, saith to him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he is now of of four days. Jesus saith to her, Did I not say to thee, that if thou believe, thou shalt see the glory of God? They took therefore the stone away, And Jesus, lifting up his eyes, said, Father, I give thee thanks that thou hast heard me, and I knew that thou hearest me always, but because of the people who stand about have I said it, that they might believe that thou hast sent me. When he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth, and presently He that had been dead came forth, bound feet and hands with winding bands, and his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus said to them, Loose him and let him go. Many therefore of the Jews who were come to Mary and Martha and had seen the things that Jesus did believed in him. But some of them went to the Pharisees and told them the things that Jesus had done. The chief priests, therefore, and the Pharisees gathered a council and said, What do we? For this man doeth many miracles. If we let him alone, so, all will believe in him, and the Romans will come and take away our place and nation. But one of them named Caiaphas, being the high priest that year, said to them, You know nothing, neither do you consider that it is expedient for you that one man should die for the people, and that the whole nation perish not. And this he spoke not of himself, but being the high priest of that year, he prophesied that Jesus should die for the nation, and not only for the nation, but to gather together in one the children of God that were dispersed. From from that day, therefore, they devised to put him to death. Wherefore, Jesus walked no more openly among the Jews, but he went into a country near the desert unto a city that is called Ephraim. And there he abode with his disciples.